Hello and welcome back to another episode of Quick Bits, where we talk about the top news stories of the day, what's going on in this country and around the world, and how we can look through God's Word and help us to shed some light on these issues and topics to have some peace and hope in His glory. So in today's episode, I was having a little you know, hard time trying to figure out the title of this episode. I was thinking about calling it The Flood, and we'll get to that in a moment. But I got thinking about it, and the more and more I was looking at these things, I think I might call it climate change because there has been a climate change, but not in the way that you are thinking. So let's get into this. So the story that I'm kind of looking at right now, well, I am looking at it right now, it's the flooding that's been going on uh, across the land, uh, kind of uh, east uh, in Kentucky. So I'm just gonna kind of just glance through this ta- this uh, news story I got here from NBC. So the title of it is called "Double Digit Deaths Expecting Get- Expected in Kentucky Floods That Have Already Killed Eight." The governor has said. All right, so. Let's just get into it. At least eight people are dead, and officials fear the number will increase over after rain battered the eastern part of Kentucky, flooded streets, and left people stranded on roofs and hanging from trees, authorities said Thursday. Wow, that's crazy. I just can't believe, you know, that people are on their roofs and just what they're having to do to get away from these things. And it's just sad that we should really be um, in prayer for those um, ones have lost their lives and their families. So let's not let's not forget that. But just uh, just also thinking about this, how how powerful water can be, and how quickly it can overtake you in the situation and, and circumstances that you're in. So let's continue. Uh, Kentucky Governor Andy Bashar said people are still un- unaccounted for after the region received an estimated eight to twelve inches of rain overnight. Man, that is a lot of water in just one night. This is by far the worst flooding disaster, at least of my lifetime, in Kentucky, Bashar said in an interview with NBC Nightly News uh, host, uh, host Lester Holt. Um, it, it has wiped out what we believe are hundreds of homes. We have half of some of our country, con- counties underwater. We're going to lose double-digit lives. I know we've already lost at least eight, but I know there are many more than that. Um, and so the, the the reason why I'm bringing this up is the flooding and the climate change because you kind of kind of looking out there what's kind of going on in this country we've got massive heat wave going on and the temperatures have been just really really been up there especially where I where I'm at here in Texas it's been really hot for oh man weeks it seems like and then we got the flooding going on that's going on there in Kentucky and the surrounding areas. And it just got me thinking about that and kind of thinking about, you know, the flood that happened back in Noah's time. and But the reason behind it and the things that were going on there. And it's got me thinking about, you know, they keep talking about this climate change and the reason why we're having all these heat waves and all this flooding. And it makes me think about what is, you know, what is what is going on. And, just, and the point, I just keep pointing back to the Lord and what God, maybe God's trying to get our attention because of look at we have been doing in this country. It kind of makes me think there has been a climate change, but not in that kind in the environment, like in the uh, in the skies, in the, in the water, and the rain, but the climate change that's going on around us morally um, and politically 
and just their own everyday lives, just what's kind of going around in this country in itself. There has been a climate change. There has been a shift in a direction that this country has been moving toward in a completely different direction than our fathers, founding fathers have set before us. So I just kind of want to just kind of go over some scripture here real quick. Um, I don't have a whole lot, um, but give us kind of an idea of what's uh, what's kind of going, maybe what's kind of going on. I don't know, honestly. I don't know the heart and the mind of God. Um, but it's just kind of interesting if you kind of look around the whole entire globe and what's going on with there has been flooding, there's been earthquakes. I mean, there's fires going on here and what over there in California and um, places like that. So... Let's just I just want to kind of kind of look at some scripture and maybe we can kind of put some of this together. Let's see. Let's see. Let's go to um, Genesis 6, 7. And it says here, and the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast and creeping thing and the fowls of the air. For it repenteth me that I have made them. It just kind of makes me think of, you know, back in their time, what they were doing. They were marrying. They were. Um, with one another, same sex, um, just the, the the violence that was going on, the murder, the death, just all the things that were going on there. And it's kind of same thing what's going on here in this country, too, and around the world. God must not be happy, I mean, with everything that's going on. I, I don't know. So let's just move on. Um, let's see, and look at verse 17. And behold, I, even I, do bring a flood of waters upon the earth to destroy all flesh, Wherein is the breath of life from under heaven, and everything that is in the earth shall die. I mean, he completely wiped out the whole earth, except for eight people. It's just kind of weird. I don't know if, if this is anything here, just, just my brain and how my brain works. But it, it said here, it said eight people have already died in this one flood. And in this flood in Noah's time, eight people lived. He saved eight people in this one. I don't know, just my kind of way of thinking. Anyways, um, let's go to Job twenty-two sixteen. Let's see, Job twenty-two sixteen. I don't want to hold my place here because I want to come back to uh, Genesis. Let's see, Job. What am I looking for? Job twenty-two sixteen. Uh, let's see, what does this say? Um, which were cut down out of out of time whose foundation was overflown with a flood and it's going back to the time of Noah um, let's look at Isaiah 54 9 Isaiah 54 9 Isaiah boy. 54 9 pages are all sticking together here alright 54 9 says for this is as the waters of Noah unto me. For as I have sworn that the waters of Noah should no more go over the earth, so have I sworn that I would not be wroth with thee, nor rebuke thee. I mean, he said, you know, after the flood, that he would never do that again. So this whole point of everybody screaming about climate change, they're so afraid that, you know, the the like the ice caps are going to melt and there's going to be flooding and, and disasters. Well, he said here... He, he goes back in Genesis that he will never do that again, and he left a uh, a covenant with us and a, and a thing for us to recognize and to see. And we'll get back to that later. Um, and then see uh, Matthew twenty four thirty eight. Let's go to Matthew. 
Matthew, where are you? Ah, there you are, Matthew. How's it going, Matthew? <laughs> um, let's see. 24, 8. Oh, 38. My bad. 24, 38 says, For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered, entered into the ark. So it's not any different than then than it is now. There's nothing new under the sun, as he said. Uh, let's go to First Peter. First Peter. That's Second Peter. First Peter. Oh, I guess I should tell you where we're going. First Peter three, twenty. First Peter and three twenty says, which sometime were disobedient, when once the long suffering God waited in the days of Noah while the ark was a preparing, wherein few that is eight souls were saved by water. It's kind of crazy, though. I think about how water is also used to destroy, cleanse, but also it is used for saving. And then Second um, Peter two five, just a couple of pages over. Second Peter two five says, "And spared not the old world, but saved Noah, the eighth person, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood upon the world of the ungodly." So he was cleansing the earth, and that's what, you know, water does. For, it cleanses us, you know, from the old man to the to the new man. Um, so that's what the Holy Spirit does for us. Let's see. Now I wanted to go and talk a little more about the flooding and what was kind of going on there. Just a little bit of the description and um, kind of why God was doing um, what he was doing because of what man was doing. So uh, let's see. I want to look at um, Genesis 6.11. And 6.11 says, The earth also was corrupt before God, and the earth was filled with violence. Looking at all that's going on here recently, of all the shootings and the deaths that's been going on there, um, of course, I mean, the violence that upon the earth, not just here in this country, but around the world and what's, what's kind of going on. And God's just seeing all this play out and how evil and wicked man has become, or still is, not anything different. And he, and he knew that. Um, let's look at, still in Genesis, uh, I think the rest of these are going to be in Genesis 7.21. Uh, 7.21, And all flesh died that moved upon the earth, both of fowl and of cattle and of beast and every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth and every man so nothing uh nothing nothing survived and now uh, survived the flood when that came across everything was wiped out except for Noah and his family the ones that were in the ark those eight people that he had saved um let's see 821 let's see chapter 8 and verse 21 let's see and the Lord smelled the sweet. Okay, let's let's back up just a little bit. After they got after the flood, they got on dry land. Noah has so let's just go to twenty. And Noah builded an altar unto the Lord and took of every clean beast and every clean fowl and offered burnt offerings on the altar. And the Lord smelled a sweet savior, savior. And the Lord said in his heart, I will not again curse the ground any more for man's sake, for the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Neither will I again smite any more everything living as I have done, while the earth remaineth seed time, and harvest, cold, and heat, and summer, and winter, and day, and night shall not cease. 
So he um, said he would never do that again. I mean, right here. I mean, he just said that. So all these people screaming about climate change um, need to go back, and I think they need to read their Bible. Uh, the first, they need to get one and then get in the Word. But going back to this whole thing about the flooding and, and the things that are going on, God's not happy with us, uh, what what we've been doing, and, and, and with the Christian and what, sh- what we should be doing. And he's left us an example here, reminding us that he's not going to do that again. And it's in uh, chapter 9, 11 through 16. Someone's going to read those real quick. Chapter 9, 11 through 16. And I will establish my covenant with you. Neither shall all flesh be cut off any more by waters of a flood. Neither shall there any more be a flood to destroy the earth. I know there's that flooding going on in Kentucky and all there, but that's just a little part that that he's he's doing and he's allowing to have this is not part of some great catastrophe that's just going to wipe out the whole earth because he said right he's saying right here that he's not going to do that again and go and god said this is the token of the covenant which i have that i make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for perpetual generations i do set my bow in the cloud and it shall be for a token of a covenant between me and the earth. That's the rainbow that he set out there. And see, that's another thing he's, he's got to be angry with because that was such a beautiful thing that God has set before us, to us to see, knowing, letting us know after rain has come, you can look out there in the sky and see that beautiful rainbow, that bow with all the different colors in it, letting us know that is a token from God. And people and man has turning it has turned it into something so evil and vile with the gay pride and everything. They've turned it and twisted it. Man made it. So even the wonder why. I mean, think about it. Why God would why God could be mad. I don't know if exactly if this is what's uh the the consequences of what what we've done. I'm just I'm kind of wondering as I'm looking out there, and I just wanted to give examples of this. But let's continue. Um, let's see. I do set my bow in the cloud, and it shall be for a token of a covenant between me and the earth. And it shall come to pass when I bring a cloud over the earth that the bow shall be seen in the cloud. And I will remember my covenant, which is between me and you and every living creature of the f- of all flesh. And the water shall no more become a flood to destroy all flesh. And the bow, sh- and the bow shall be in the, in the cloud and will look... And I will look upon it that I may remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is upon the earth. So as I was thinking about this, the flood and seeing this and the people that have, that have died from it, it's, it's very sad. Um, how God is, this seems like he's trying to get our attention. It very could possibly be. I'm not going to say I know what God's doing or what's his thoughts because he says, I don't, you know, we don't know his ways. We don't know his thoughts. And then the, the, the climate that we are living in today is completely different than what it was when we first started in this country. And what our founding fathers have, have uh, was set for us. I mean, this whole country was set up and based upon God and his statutes and his commandments. And we've come so far away from that. I mean, it's, they put it so far ingrained that it's, that's in our money. It's in, it's in the paper money. It's in the coins that we, that we have. And God, we trust, and and it just seemed like we've gone so far away. So I can kind of see how God could be angry, and with the ramping up with this climate, and because of 
we are we have changed our climate we have changed our morals and our values and we've gone so far away and it's time that we stop allowing that to happen that we should stand up and that we should speak and be heard and be loud for others to hear that we're not going to stand for this and tolerate this anymore that um we're not going to allow it to happen and we shouldn't allow it to happen i mean i heard there's supposed to be a um a pride rally here and i think in the next town over and i think i mean we should we should be standing up and saying something towards that not in an evil way i don't think um we should do it in a way that represents god in the way that he wants to be represented but we should make our voices heard they are making theirs heard why shouldn't the christian stand up i don't know that's just my thought this is kind of what i've been thinking about and that's what's been kind of on me as i've been going through the week so I'm just going to leave it there and let you kind of mull that over and see what you think. And correct me if I'm wrong, I, I guess. I don't know. But I'll leave it there. Grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ.